you know, theoretically, like if somebody breaks a window or if the house is on fire and the smoke detector goes off, it, it will alert us. And then I can look through the cameras to watch the house burn down. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 260 in the year 2020. The day is the 15th of the Januarys. I'm having a nice tasty glass of water. How come? Why? It's even in a beer glass. Don't tell me you've transitioned. Uh, no, I'm still going by my um, same gender. What do you mean? <laughs> You're not drinking beer. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, you know, I was uh, hit by a car in September and I didn't <laughs> truck. I was kind of not so active for the months of September, November, October, and December. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah, they don't go in that yeah, order. Yeah, so I kind of um, got super fat. Er. That was a long time ago. September? Four months, yeah, man. Yeah, you should be fine by now. Oh, yeah, well, I did. I, so I'm, I'm trying to get uh, back out there, get some more cardio. And, you know, at my desk job that I sit at a desk all day, the most exercise mm-hmm. I get is walk into the ca- cafeteria to get another cup of coffee. Hey, you know what's a good way to get exercise? <laughs> Bike to work and <laughs> super backwards. Doesn't work that way for me. Why not? Because then I get stuck on the couch for three months. Anyways, so... You mean because of the truck? Well, and not only yeah. that, but, like, I think it's... I, I don't know. It just seems a little healthier. <laughs> to not? Well, see, I, I'm he... not where you're at. Like, I had a beer okay. over the weekend, but I'm trying to maybe not have as many of them as Oh, you're often. saying the water is healthier or it's healthier to not get hit by trucks? Both, but the water, because the, like I can't not have something to drink and talk for an hour. My throat gets all like this. So yeah, um, I, I need a drink. And yeah, oh, water tonight. Okay, so you've got a water. I've got nothing. I've got a bunch of empty cups. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect. Hey, listen, um, what year did you say it was? The 20s. 2020, new decade, big- baby. The big pro tip, right? If you've seen this. Yeah, which is funny, but yeah. The moms groups and the forums and the Facebooks. You don't abbreviate as a 20 on any legal documents because somebody can put whatever number they want after that and then they got you and you're done. Yeah, that person just tried to cash the check that I wrote 12 years ago in 2008. (laughs) I'm sort of like, when are they backdating things like formal documents? Like what? I don't understand. We're forward dating. Let's see if we can spend the entire show coming up with scenarios where this would matter. Also, Find one I tried to for point me, out, please. last year was what? 2019. Yeah. And how did you abbreviate that? 19. Right. I know. Somebody could have written a check. Hey, I wrote this check 25 years yeah. ago in 1985. Yeah. Right. 19, any number, anything from the 19s were fair game. You were only off yeah. by it. Like, it just, you just couldn't do super recent stuff. <laughs> I. So I've been racking my brain about this hours out of the day, trying to figure out in what scenario does this matter? Yeah. Uh, abbreviate. I mean, well, first of all, we also write dates completely differently than people in other countries. Right. We go with the whole uh, month, day, year. Month. I don't, I've already forgotten. Month, day, year, which yeah. makes no sense. No, that's no, the worst. 
So what if they were just to claim, well, this we didn't we didn't sign that in the U.S. We were in England at the time. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Therefore, it's the uh, I, I I have literally not been able to come up with a scenario where someone would like take advantage of me by by backdating something like mm-hmm. I, I can't come up. I can't. I've tried. Well, like let's bit. say you let's say you bought a house and you signed the purchase and sale uh-huh. agreement. Uh huh. And you wrote 20 on it. And then they changed it to like 2019. They'd be like, my goodness, where are all the payments? Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, but like there's, uh, that's sort of a far-fetched the thing. The lawyer because, who was yeah, there's there. like <laughs> a st- inch thick stack of documents in that case. That's it's like. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. People and they're like, what? We don't have any records of this. Okay. Yeah. And who are it's you bizarre. doing business with? Who are you writing checks to that's always trying to steal from you all the time? Like, maybe don't write that person the check. Maybe don't do we business. We were talking with them. about, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this today anyway. Checks are weird. I could take, you could just write a check to anybody and I could take a picture of it and deposit it in my bank account, probably without even signing it. Well, and they yeah. would, they would accept it. They would. I'd be like, I have this check. Here you go. Well, I know for a fact that our bank will reject checks on. So here, here's an interesting thing. Like people do this. I, I, I'm, I, it annoys me when people do this, but I understand why they do it. Be like, oh, here's some money for you and your wife. And they write it to both of us, right? Both of you. Now, I, my wife and her thoroughness, I was always like, you need to sign this. I'm like, we just deposit it. Like we don't need both sign this. Well, as it turns out, we do both need to. So we got a check from a family over the holidays for, you know, a couple, a little more than most checks that I deal with. And uh, we deposited it and they rejected it because we both didn't sign it. And I was like, oh. huh, really? Now I know we have deposited smaller checks that we both didn't sign. So I think it was like the sort of, there must be some threshold they hit. Like when somebody writes you a check for $55,000, then you no, no one is no, that what it was? No, you wish I wish <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> um, but it's like, I, there must be a certain level where, um, they must have like, okay, we need to make sure, but it's still sort of like, I just took a picture of something, a piece of paper. And then mm-hmm. I took a picture of the backside of it and I deposited it. And like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like it's got numbers on it, and we got and you know we have intelligent computers these days. I guess yeah, those numbers, numbers did get recognized and probably did I did I ever tell you the story of what my dad used to do when he was uh, so my parents were separated for a little while. Okay, when I was a kid. no idea, and I know it's big news. And um, <laughs> I was a little kid, so I don't really remember much of it. They weren't uh, as I've sort of talked about with other folks. Like it, it seemed fine once they were separated. They weren't really fighting, so it wasn't a big deal. It was always you know when they were together and fighting that was the worst. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what you don't want. But anyway, so he was. I think he was a little bit poor because of the separation, but it also that wasn't made very clear to me. Like they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and that's what poor means. Yeah, and because they're trying to live in two different places, now you're paying for like yeah. extra housing yeah. and all this stuff. Right. So I'd go visit him and hang out with him, and we'd do stuff. How old were you? And How is this just coming out? I don't know. Well, whatever. What's the big deal? It's not like trauma. It's just maybe it is. No, no, it's all fine. It's not your fault, Randy. The traumatizing piece, I think, would be more when they were actually together and fighting. That's the annoying part. Like, what's going on with you idiots? You know, you should separate. <laughs> <laughs> You're no good together. Anyway, so 
I can't, I don't remember how old I was, but I must have been somewhere between eight and 12, I'd say. Something like that. So, but what I remember, we're back to you the banking that situation. Wow. Okay, go on. Um, no, I wasn't 12. Because I was, yeah, it was somewhere between maybe six and 10. We'll say, we'll shift it down a little bit. So he would do this thing. And I remember him doing it more than once, which is shocking because I don't know how the bank didn't get, you know, actually allow him to have a bank account anymore. <laughs> he didn't have any money and he needed some money for we're going to go do something. So he would go to the ATM. And I, when I say he didn't have any money, I mean, he didn't have any money in the bank. <laughs> so he would go to the ATM. Yeah, I get what that means. Yeah. He would he would take an envelope out of the uh, deposit envelope thing. And he would put his card in the ATM and type in all the numbers and do the stuff and say, I'm making a deposit. And then put the envelope in. And I'd say, but you didn't put anything in that envelope. <laughs> it's empty. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, if I tell them I'm depositing, you know, $100, they'll let me take out like $100. <laughs> Because the banks were the banks were dumb back then. This is like the saddest thing ever. <laughs> this is like one of those made-for-TV like, special. Yeah. Like he's like, it's okay. I'll I'll put it in. You know, I get paid on Friday or whatever, so I'll, I'll oh, it'll cover the balance. <laughs> slash sad slash you're admitting right. to like bank fraud. Like yeah, yeah, a little bit of bank fraud. Yeah. It, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So they probably caught on to this. I don't know why they would ever allow it in the first place. If you have a balance of zero, why would they let you pretend to deposit money? And then he's like, by the time they see the envelope is empty, my check is already cleared, and now I have a positive balance, so it's fine. Dude, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a tough game to play right there. You know what? I I have some... Uh, this is We talk about these financial things and how, how difficult... It's very difficult for people, and I'm I'm saying this not being one of those people, wh- who have any minor setback means like bankruptcy, you know? Yeah. So tonight, this is an, an, another anecdotal thing, right? Tonight, my family has been going to like martial arts classes together, but without me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I could, I could go with them. But so what this means on certain nights of the week, they get home really late. Now... Judge me however you like, but for uh, critically our entire marriage, <laughs> my wife has made dinner uh, <laughs> like every night of the week, always. Uh-huh. I, ne- I never do it, right? She doesn't really, it's, she wants, doesn't want me to either. It's bizarre. I always offer to, she doesn't do it. So anyway, so now that they're getting home late, she's like, well, you're going to have to make dinner. I'm like, oh, sure. No problem. That'll be fun. I'm getting to the point of my story, I think. <laughs> so I go to make dinner and I realize like, well, she, my wife's a vegetarian and there's basically stuff in the freezer, right? There's like, oh, there's this stuff and there's that stuff and we got some vegetables and we got this and I'm going to whip together a whole thing and, you know, this is going to be fun. Well, these veggie meals she's got in the freezer are like these, they're, 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 they're they seem a little bit fancy, right? And we had just done... We just sort of gone over our budget for the previous year, and our grocery bill was like extraordinarily high. Like it's felt high to me as I'm reviewing it. I'm like, this, how are we spending this much on groceries? 
<laughs> and my conclusion is like these these fancy frozen veggie meals that you know we, she's been buying for all these years. I'm like these things are hella expensive. Oh, they're like pre-made ones. <laughs> they're you know it doesn't take much to cook them. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Kind of yeah. like just you just kind of like throw them on the throw them in a pan and fry them up. No big deal. Uh oh. So, so go on. The point of my story here is uh, I, well, I don't really know the point. I, I sort of diverted from money to, from one area some to point. money in another. Is that we don't, I guess the, the bigger picture is that we don't really have to worry. We're lucky enough where we don't have to worry about that, right? But for some people, and I was thinking about, I was making dinner tonight. I'm like, these things are expensive. Like we could vary. You know, someone else might be like, you know, this week it's peanut butter and jelly for dinner, which is delicious, by the way. But we're fortunate, and I'm um, grateful for that. This was a long, humble brag about how grateful about your riches. It was a long, drawn-out sympathy to people that are closer to that edge. And remember, I talked about my dad, so it's you know related. Yeah, and and you don't think that living on the streets with your dad and like. Hanging out in the alleys, scavenging for <laughs> scraps, dumpster diving, as it were. You don't think that has any sort of uh, effect on you now? Like as you tell this story about rambling about he bank didn't wire live fraud and no, I don't. I don't think it does at all. No. Uh, okay. Well, I've, I'm not a shrink, so I'm gonna have to agree with you. But I th- I've thought about it to be honest. I'm like the only things I remember about their separation clearly. Is that he used to? We used to go to rated R movies, <laughs> right? Which is hilarious because it's like, oh, we can't get into these. All you can remember is that yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't very long. It wasn't a very long separation. Uh, the <laughs> ATM thing, which was funny. Mark. I even remember. I remember. I even remember which ATM it was. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It was, this says no, no. Yeah, no. I don't remember anything. It didn't no effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember which ATM it was because it was it was uh, it was enacted. It was near. Uh... Anyway, um, what else do I remember? It's been about twenty four hours. I'm dirty as a Frenchman. <laughs> In another twenty four, I'll be dead. Uh, Simpsons, Simpsons reference. Yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enough. I have nothing against the French. Apologize. They have invented wonderful fries. Are they dirty? I don't know. I, I actually have no idea. <laughs> Culturalist. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well. So yeah. Um. <laughs> I think I don't know what the, I don't know what the conclusion is there, but I think my big point is it's it's there's a you you get you you need to like recognize that you may be in a nice place in your life, and other people may be way too close to that that line, and uh, it's problematic. Where like one little thing sets the whole flushes the whole works down the toilet i could make a rant about healthcare and expenses and that oh sort of no thing. please like yeah i'm no, not gonna right, i'm not gonna right, right now yeah. we should I'm just gonna move to canada It'd be easier i figured out what was slowing down this computer what was it not the one you... that we're recording on the other one that i take the notes on so i'm restarting it i think jason's running a bunch of minecraft servers on it a bunch well more than one because i'm like what is going on and i tried to restart it and it said somebody else is logged in and so if he's logging in that's why it's like crawling because it has no memory Right now he's doing it? I, I don't know when he started it. And that's why the, okay. the fan was going, because the CPU is working. <laughs> Run those servers. And we're down on the Minecraft again. None of that. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know when it came back up. I haven't seen him play. They've had, huh. So 
Oh, we're getting into the heavy part. We have a mail, but I can't read the mail yeah, right heavy. now. What's heavy? Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the the the. the uh, <laughs> how are you on? Like, what is? Let me ask you. What is your evening routine? Okay. Good question. After you've served well, the fancy over, feast to your yeah family. yeah yeah, I went over one of it. Those evenings are late evenings, and they're how late? The, it's. Well, they're not getting home, so bedtime is typically seven thirty on the dot. They go upstairs, they spray toothpaste on the ceiling, <laughs> yeah, as they do, <laughs> and uh, by maybe quarter of eight, we're reading books. Okay, and then maybe eight fifteen, eight twenty ish, eight thirty. I'm like, okay, I've lost my voice. <laughs> trying to do all these voices of all the characters. Go to sleep. Oh, keep reading, you know, that sort of thing. And then they, they scream at me for another 10 minutes as I walk out of their room and shut the door without saying goodnight. And you're done when? Usually 8.30, 8.45 at the latest. Okay. That's when their like, lights are out. Their lights are out. Okay. Now, what happens between, and that starts at 7.15, you said? 7.30. 7.15, 7.30. Okay. So what happens between, when does the fancy feast end? You're awfully closed. Well, I'm too close now. On a regular, yeah, you're in and out. On a regular night, we eat dinner five thirty. So that takes you to six thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six. It's not very fast. I mean, not very long. All right. So, what do you do between six for that hour? I guess six to seven. Yeah, good question. Yeah. Well, it could could be six thirty to seven thirty. Could be six to seven. Could be an hour and a half. Uh, I'll help them with their homework. We'll read. Sometimes we'll read. Just downstairs, so I'll be do do more reading before they go to bed. Like I'll read to them, or they'll read. Like or if they have homework to do, that's when they do it. Or I help them study for a test. Or lately, we've all been doing Duolingo Spanish. Muy bien. Okay. Um, any number of things, or they'll do their Lego sets. What about when soccer season's going on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're just uh, registration time for spring soccer, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, during the sportsy seasons, the evening practices are usually we're usually getting home at seven thirty, so we just kind of get home, start bedtime. That's all. Okay, that's the big difference. What about the that's eating all. and all that? Um, we usually eat before. And in, in his case, if we had practice, like it depends on when I have it. If I'm doing five thirty to seven. We might eat when we get home. If we're doing six to seven thirty, then I'll eat before we go. I don't know, yeah. but it's not. Uh, it's not too late. We don't do too late practice. All right, all right. So, so it fits. It fits. Yeah. But the these new nights, when you know Chef Dad gets to finally cook a dinner, there's going to be some changes, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that grocery bill down. There's always changes. Um, That's another thing. <laughs> Like I, all the time, I'm like, "There's gonna be changes. There's never changes. There's gonna, there's gonna be some changes around here. <laughs> there never is. I want there to be, but that no. that's a late night. They don't get home until seven thirty from this evening full of martial arts classes. Oh wow, it's good really? for them. Yeah, yeah, because they they have three different classes. Because the younger kid is at a certain. No, actually, the the two kids are at the same time now. Because my daughter moved up. Okay. So the kids have a class and then my wife has a class. So that's like the kids go from five to six and then she goes from six to seven or something. So what is she doing? While, like, what is he? What are the kids doing while she's... Uh... They bring their homework oh, with them. Right, right. If they have it or they're reading or they're goofing off with the other kids or something. Okay. 
Um, but they get home at 7.30 and I've got, you know, tonight I had it all timed. So when I heard the car pull up, because they drove. Yeah. I was like, whoop, car's up, everything out on the, you know, plating as you do, right? The plating all the meals. Yeah. Elegantly lighting the candles. And um, and so when they came and everything was nice and warm and ready to go, the complaining starts. Yeah. Ah, I'm not eating these carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Can't max have some of my carrots. Oh, my gosh. The this one has a brown thing on it. She's just sitting there scraping it on the balls. I just, it's I, not coming I, I, off. The, the mealtime, every single night at mealtime <laughs> is some sort of disaster. I'm just like, what? I can't, that, and that's the that struggles. So, so for us, we get. I usually get home between like five thirty six. The gymnastics ends at six o'clock for my daughter, so that's sort of like we should be trying to eat at six or six o five ish. And then what we did this year, this change for the two thousand twenty academic year is uh, no more technology during the week at all. And this may, no, I'm with that. Yeah, this yeah. may be a policy that you guys have had now. Of course, my son's on tech, the computer like four hours tonight doing homework and projects. And yeah, as long, you know what? But some of those, you got to be careful with the projects and the homework because they tend to. Does your son do this? So they get in. Sometimes they have to do reports or yeah. some kind of project, and they have them do it in like a presenta- presentation format or whatever. Or even if they write a document, yeah. he spends ninety nine percent of his time, you know, making the letters flash every color of the <laughs> rainbow. Right. <laughs> There's no content in yes, here at all. It's all it's all barf garbage emojis and stuff. Like I, I won't let him do that anymore. I'm like, no, no, no. You you can't use the computer for this project. <laughs> like, get a piece of paper, write it down. After you've finished writing it and doing everything and doing it on the paper and figuring out and all this stuff, then you can type it up with the computer. But that's it. You're not doing this nonsense. Like what the friggin' it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like I'm doing research, and I'm like, what "Are you research? Like, how much research do you need to do on this?" And then, yeah, I don't know. So, um, but the 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 thing is, oh, and we've tried to implement ac- uh, like homework hour. Now that's different. Like the bridge books have come back out again. Still not done. Why? Because like do some sort of academic work and. Um, you know, my daughter, we she plays all these sports and stuff, and I'm like, you know, if we had. If she had soccer tonight or something, we wouldn't have missed it. But because she had, ah, oh, darn it. See, she hasn't practiced the flute and it's freaking Wednesday. Always forget the flute. <laughs> you just realized. Uh, yeah, I know. I just realized it now. She might have practiced yesterday. <laughs> I don't think so, though. Um, but it's like, we used to, uh, maybe, what do you guys want to do? Uh, maybe you want to go out for dinner tonight or something. Oh, we're going to all run this errand, right? And we're out doing stupid stuff at night. Like, why did we do this? Like, now the kids are all overtired. We're out a little bit later than we want to be. Nobody's doing anything academically tonight. We're just goofing around. Nah, sometimes you got to do that. But I think on the weekends, it's like we like uh, we did something. I'm like, we would never have done this tonight if Grace had had soccer practice. We would, wouldn't have done it. But because they have academic work we should be doing, why aren't we doing that? Like that should be – so like Khan Academy's come back out. Grace has done a lot of work on Khan Academy. She was struggling a little bit with fractions here and there. Boom, comes home with 100% on her t- uh, test on her. She's like, look at this. I got 100 on it. Amazing. So, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this is so good. So that was like immediate reward. Jason's grades had picked up at school, which is good. So um, it's just such an easy trap to fall into where we don't like, oh, it's boring. Oh, yeah, it's so yeah. boring. There's a show. On. There's not enough time. Yeah, I know. There really is enough time. To do all these. Uh, yeah, so we don't. I mean, there's not much. Yeah. 
you really even if we he's because I know he has my son has a test on Friday. Yeah. He has a math test. And he sort of does fine in math on the materials, but the teacher makes these tests kind of hard. It's the accelerated math. Huh. And um so I know tomorrow night I'll have to sit with the practice test with him. And I think he did one of them tonight. But I it gets to the point where I have to like time him. Oh. <laughs> because He'll and then he'll kind of make silly mistakes, and then I have to read through the test and make sure, like, okay, this is one of these tricky questions. Like, you didn't read it carefully enough, and he'll make like four or five silly mistakes. And the teacher's good about saying, um, you know, making the practice test really look have the same tricks in it that the final test is going to have. Okay. So we have to we just have to do the practice test multiple times, and we just have to make sure to do it. But tomorrow evening. Even though there's nothing going on, that means dinner at five thirty, finish up at six. They're gonna like have ice cream, you know, and then I've got to get him to sit. So we probably won't even get down until like six fifteen. And you know, he has the whole class to take this test. It's relatively long. So how many practice tests are we gonna get through between then and seven thirty? Not, not many. So maybe don't do ice cream. <laughs> I know. They can't. They can't live without it. It's like this is this is like the thing removing the electronics. They literally have ice cream after dinner like every night, which is probably where our grocery money is going. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. But you know what? My, I'm so bad at math because my daughter, not bad. Well, my daughter like gets all upset about it. She's like, I just hate math. I don't want to do it, and just starts whining and whining. And I'm like. She had to figure out like at least these test questions are a little tricky, right? Because it's like Mm -hmm. you have 24 balloons that are white. You have 16 balloons that are green and you have 32 balloons that are yellow. How many sets can you make, right? So the answer is the least common denominator. But because how many unique sets of that that are identical? And there's just so many words in there. She gets tripped up on it all. And it's just like. uh, That's not the least common denominator. How many unique sets? Yeah. Sixteen. Eight. What do you mean eight? <laughs> what do you mean? Did I miss you? you yeah, yeah, I know. I kind of read it fast. Question. Like I, you weren't really supposed to. T- I wasn't really testing you. Okay. If you have thirty-two yellow balloons, thirty-two yellow, twenty-four green balloons, mm-hmm. and sixteen red balloons, how many yep. unique? Uh, what they call not bouquets, but how many unique bouquets can you make of that? Oh, including like a pair of two. No, like not unique. How many identical? Sorry, that that's kind of a critical thing. How many identical? How many identical bouquets? Yeah, I mean you can make sixteen. No, you can make eight. What do you mean? Two of the least number, three of the next highest number, and then four of the third highest number. And you oh, are you going to use all of them? Yeah, or just um, make yeah, sixteen yeah, with the three, and then throw the rest away. <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs> so that, you didn't say that. You well, say I, you I wasn't all the actually testing you, but the, yeah. Okay. That's more of a ratio thing than yeah, I guess well, it is a fraction well, kind of thing. Well, it's not a fraction thing, but it's it because it's, it's all around least common denominators and like okay, that's all she's yeah, doing. two and then three because eight's the factor that fits into that makes more sense. Yeah. But I'd go with the sixteen and then throw away the extra balloons right into the sky. <laughs> but for the turtles, man, they're terrible for <laughs> yeah. the turtles. They're terrible for everything. You gotta stop doing that. As lovely as that is, people, when you write on the balloons and. You know, to your That's family. how I met my wife, you know. Uh, she found one of your balloons? Yeah, I sent one to the lucky woman who finds this balloon. And if you're a dude, give it to a woman. <laughs> Single. 
You can have me for the rest of your life. Call me at for a good time call. No. Klondike five. <laughs> yeah. Klondike five. <laughs> it's it's a thing. It's a, a lot of people do it, you know, and it's very sad because they're usually because they've lost somebody, right? And they're trying to write messages to the angels. And they're they like, oh, let's scribble on it. And they just let them go. I'm like, like where do you think those things are really going to go? I think you, you need just, to let a balloon go. The, do I? Yeah, with the ATM name on it. <laughs> angel to the angels to forgive your bank fraud. Um, <laughs> it wasn't my bank fraud. The I've found those balloons like in the woods and stuff and grabbed them and put them away. You know what I found in the woods the other day? Body. Actually, this has happened more than once. I think three or four times. Jogger. A model, a model rocket. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. This one, this one was very much intact as hmm. well. Some of them are like completely destroyed. This one was yeah, very good shape. You broke up. I couldn't hear you. No, I didn't say anything. Okay, good. That's interesting because you know we've la- the Cub Scouts launch them over there. I know, and we've know. lost this one was far. This one was far off. So, so one year we had. The bigger engines and the smaller rockets, and mm-hmm. just for fun. Well, one of it was one we had like a super big engine that was like for a much bigger rocket, and we just the kid wanted to like get rid of his rocket. I don't know, he wanted to see what happened. Well, we immediately lost it, but then another year, like, oh, we'll just buy these engines for this other, and we'll use these engines we have them, we'll use them for both. I'm like. These rockets are all going to disappear. They're going to, because it's the wrong one. These rockets are tiny. These engines are huge. Say goodbye. No, no, no. It'll be fine. We'll catch them. Sure enough. <laughs> you know, gone, gone, gone. Like idiots. Uh, but um, yeah. So where were we though? We we're talking about something else. About the balloons. No, I don't know if we had anything. That was it. Just balloons. Don't. Can't live without the ice cream. Oh. Yeah, I don't know academics. That was, I think, that, so that's a big change for the Fitzgeralds in 2020. What was so the big far. change? I missed it. No more tech during the week. Like, you no know, TV, uh, no, no like tablets, no like, oh, I'm bored. Okay, yeah, you can go play on the computer for a little while. Nope. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm 100% no on that as well. I don't know how you, I don't know how you deal with it at all. It's all trying to manage it all for them. Yeah, well, can't do it. Well, yeah, I know. Because 10 minutes will turn into a half hour. And well, that's like, part yeah. of it. Like, we had to start with my son. Because he likes to, he's yeah. probably the biggest, well, him, my oldest and my youngest are the biggest users of technology during the week or period. And uh, we needed him to have a little more academic focus. So we just make it, I'm like, you know what, this is, let's do it across the board anyways. The other kids can use some practice and other stuff too. And it's, it's like the real, like effects were like almost immediate. Like we've only had, mm-hmm. if I say like one more time, we've had only, uh, I don't know, eight days of school this year or something. I don't know. So it was a, what today? Yeah, not no, that many. No, one, two, seven, uh, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten. Okay, so ten. So yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, so we got a couple mails. Mail. Should I hit those? Doing for real? Yeah. Why yeah. not? Uh. All right. From Andrew from uh, Maynard. He was written oh, yeah. in multiple times. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. A soccer meeting. What's your opinion on when kids can stay home alone? At what age and for how long? Oh, it's a great question. Is it? Well, would you like to go or me? You go. Uh, obviously, I think part of the answer is it's subjective. It's up to you. Uh, like anything else, this is not something that just happens and you just throw them, you know, trial by fire. You can teach, right? You Obviously, that's our job is to say, here's where this is. Here's where that is. Here's how you get in touch with us if you need us, right? 
I don't know. There's all kinds of different ways to go about this. If they have a, you know, if you have a home phone, you can teach them how to dial your number or whatever. If you don't have a home phone, how are they going to get in touch with you if they need you? Or do you just not care? Right. So could we make a whole chart about this? No, nope, we didn't. Age we don't need to. <laughs> no? Somebody already did. They made a chart. This is the age and the time. Um. Yeah. You want me to read through it? And it just, you know, I don't, for whatever, the chart's pretty old, but well, like three years old at least. Well, I don't know. Does it say 20 or does it say 19? It could be from 1901 for all I can tell. <laughs> no, it's from 2016 or something. So yeah, for whatever reason, it just made the, made the rounds on social media again. But I just was like, oh, I'll find that chart. Oh, oh it's four yeah. years old. Okay. Um, and I don't, and there's a weird, like, I can't read it real well. Oh, here, there's a state law too. There's a yeah, state law. Laws don't matter. They're so gone. in Massachusetts, where you are at, Andrew, there is no law. None. No law. That's not true. That's what it says. So I have a story about that because my- But there's a chart here, but just guidelines I can give you too. Okay, so you're real close to the mic. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm trying, I'm trying to read, read in on the- Yeah. I don't know what none means. I don't know if there's no law or- Well, quick story about- Or there's no age. You can you leave them alone. Okay, go ahead. A neighbor friend of ours, uh, the mother, was telling me the story where she said, she's like, I wanted to leave- I wanted to leave my kids at home, but I wasn't sure I could do it. So I called the police. <laughs> okay. Which people do this. They have this weird default to like the police, like they know stuff. And yeah, I know. So she calls the police and says, I want to go to the store. You know, I want to do these things. Can I leave my, my son at home? He's, and you know, she, I think she told him, she's like, he's eight or something. And, and the officer who answered was just like, no, ma'am. <laughs> And she's like, well, it's only going to be for, you know, 20 minutes. I just need to go to the store and he's sleeping or whatever. Can I just leave him home? Wait, how old was no, the kid? No, ma'am. I I can't remember what the age was, but to when she told me the story, I, I remember thinking like, that. Ah, yeah, no big deal. He can stay home. Right. So he wasn't two. Yeah. He wasn't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He wasn't absurdly young. Although, I don't know. I'd leave some kids at this point. I would leave almost anybody home for some amount of time. <laughs> go, go back to your chart. What's the chart? I'm say? trying to think if I've ever like the youngest I've ever actually done it. Um, okay. So <clears throat> seven and under should not be left alone for any period of time. I know. Any period? I know. Like I same room. <laughs> uh, uh, well, no. Okay. So this says guidelines for leaving kids home alone. So I'm assuming that they mean should not be left alone while you're out of the home for any period of time. Um, I'd say that's that's a that's a uh, accurate. I, I'm gonna extend this to say leave the property, <laughs> like because I know I've gone out in the yard and like uh-huh, the yeah. kids sleep and I'm gonna go out do some little bit of yard work, sure. you know. So I'm gonna say that that's what I'm I'm at. So seven and under, have you broken that rule? Did you ever leave your six year old home alone? Well, the trouble is, are they the first one? So nobody <laughs> would do that with the first one, right? But with like the second or third kid, they might. But then the first kid would have to be gone to do it. I have. um, We've done the opposite. You sent your seven-year-old away. Seven-year-old out of that kicked him out of the house. Away while we've been home. (laughs) Can you deposit this envelope in the ATM and take out a hundred bucks? We need to get dinner tonight. You froze. Well, you're still frozen, but I'm talking. I can hear you. Okay. So is that is that what you did? I didn't hear what you said. I said, 
<laughs> I, I kind of feel like a jerk now, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, did you say to your like six year old, "Hey, take this envelope, deposit it at the ATM, take out a hundred bucks. We need to get some dinner." Yeah, yeah. We need to get and then pick up some cigarettes. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get a big sucker, go ahead. Okay, like she's she's gone to the playground and stuff. That sort of. Thing. Uh, yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, yeah. So that's similar. It's the opposite of right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would say I, but I think that Mark is very near to correct, but we should be making you know with with instruction and with direction and with guidance you can push that number down i don't think that's a hard limit i think that's the mean Mm. they're suggesting okay so one little story i'll tell you from not too long ago and in fact it was a week i got hit by the truck on my bicycle uh we i went my phone as as you know not my phone, my computer got broken. So I brought it into the office and I knew I was going to be in and out of the office a lot. So I wanted to get, and trying to work from home a little bit, I needed to get a new laptop. So my wife had drove me to the office and this is, I got hit on the bike by on Tuesday. So Friday, so it's only three days later, we, um, we head off to the office and we sent the three girls. It was, they didn't have school or something. I don't know why they didn't have school, but we sent the, the, I don't even know where Jason was. He was off doing something, but we sent the three girls to the neighbor's house and then we drive to work. About a half hour later, the mom where the kids are texts Holly and is like, Hey, is Faith coming too? And so I'm like kind of out of it a little bit. And she's like, so she tells, we're at the office. She's with me. And she's like, "Uh, Faith never showed up. I'm like, what? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She never saw. I'm like, can you figure that out quick? And I'm trying to work with the IT guy to get the laptop squared away and blah, blah, blah. So it turns out, so they sent my older child home, who's 10, to get to check on her to make sure she went or where she would mm-hmm. backtrack to see where she is. Well, she never left. She was just sitting in the basement playing calmly, like quietly and calmly, like never even knew anybody else left. She was like playing with her dolls or whatever. And so, so turned out fine. But for a half hour there, we didn't know her, have any idea where she was. And, uh, she was six at the time. She's now seven. So broke that rule. And she's okay though. Yeah. She's now seven. She just turned seven on uh, the fourth or fifth. Sorry. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So right out of the gate, I've broken all of this and it just goes up from here. So, all right. <clears throat> Eight to 10 years old should not be left alone for more than one and one half hours and only during, I don't know why I said one and one half, more than one and a half hours and only during daylight and early evening hours. Um, okay. I don't know. Well, there's some background to all these rules. We don't know what they are. So again, shift it down to your uh, discretion. Yeah. Could you, the big question is, could you say, um, I mean, it would be scary to be home alone, but could you leave like a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old home alone and go out for the evening and say like, hey, you can watch a movie and when the movie ends, you need to go to bed, right? And time it. Yeah. Could you do that? I wouldn't. (laughs) Not with my kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I just don't think they'd really go to bed that well. and I. So this is an interesting thing, right? That's the, the next thing on this. Um, but I'm going to keep going on this. 11 to 12 may not be alone for three hours, but not late at night. Um, fine, I guess. I don't know. Why not late at night? That's sort of weird to me. Like, Yes. What is the um, insinuation there? Yeah. What, yeah. It's a good word. Insinuation. Like, what are you insinuationing? Um, <laughs> like, uh, what happens late at night? It's, Extra burglars or something, or extra. <laughs> I, I I'm not sure. This is when the boogeyman comes out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, 
So that's a little bit weird for me. And then 13 to 15 may not, may be left unsupervised, but not overnight. I don't have a 13 to 15 year old. Um, I expect that but by that point we will. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Can I yeah. just throw something out there? And I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this, but what? we can't leave a 15 year old home alone, but in a year we're going to give them a license. <laughs> oh, geez. To a giant murder machine. Okay. <laughs> 16 to 17 <laughs> may be left unsupervised <laughs> on some cases for up to two consecutive overnight periods. Oh, all right. Right away. 15, you cannot, they cannot. Yeah. Oh, you're 16. Overnight. You're good for two nights now. You're good for two nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so. Up to two. That'd be amazing. Overall, I'll say, I think this chart's pretty good rule of thumb. I think you have to, all the kids have different maturity levels, right? And, and like my eight year old, I would not, and we haven't, um, she's a great kid and all that, but, uh, she's a little less mature and a little less like, uh, I've got a problem. I got to solve this than like my 10 or my 12 year old. Um, so, and the dynamic between my eight year old and her siblings make would like i would leave my 10 and my seven now seven year old or my 12 and my seven year old home alone i would not leave my 12 and my eight year old home alone not for like Mm -hmm. more than like hey i'm going to the store to get a pack of cigarettes why do we when do we smoke so much when do we (laughs) um i mean no but like okay i gotta go get so-and-so at soccer practice i'll be back in 15 minutes uh you know can you watch your sister yeah fine but like longer those two just don't get along well enough where i would think that they if something went wrong, I just would not feel secure in that. So overall, good rule of thumb. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you have to know your kid, most important. We also have fancy technology these days. Like another friend of ours keeps those nest cameras, but inside the house. Yep. yep. So when she leaves her daughters home alone, she can communicate with them through the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of one way. Like they don't necessarily have to have a phone, but she can just kind of look at them anytime and be like, what, yeah. what are you guys doing? Like stop fighting. <laughs> Where'd you get that pack of cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I like, I think I was with her once when she was at work because we work in the same building yeah. and she was like, oh, I have to check on the girls because they're home alone. And she brings up the camera and she couldn't see them. So she just kind of yells through the camera for them to get in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then they both kind of came out of the kitchen uh, into the living room so they could, so she could see them. Uh, yes. That, <laughs> I have such mixed sort of feeling on that, right? Like the ability, but then I'd be like, I'm going to check again. I'm going to check again. I want to check again. Check I want to check, you know? And then, <laughs> I don't know. We just put one of those Nest doorbells in uh, just mm-hmm. over the holiday. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy, like how good it is and how like it's it's, it i don't know it just it's nuts like i can talk like you said i can talk to it please bring this pack of cigarettes around back will you and uh (laughs) yeah create a cigarette (laughs) yeah Uh, put that right in the garage yeah so and of course now i have a kid love playing with it because it shows up on the google home like with the screen so they oh there's somebody at the door and then supposedly i'll start like do you recognize this face like it'll and does this person match this person so pretty soon it's going to be like Mm -hmm. hey faith's at the door hey uh Twilliger's coming over. You know, do you want to let him in? Well, yeah. So we we I told you this. We we got a um, an Echo Dot, mm-hmm. and we're talking about technology from a, a Yankee Swap. And I was like, you know what? I do not want one of these, but this is a pretty cool gift to win in a Yankee <laughs> yeah. Swap. So we you know we looked it up, 
and started telling it to make fart noises and stuff. Mm. And it does. As you and, do. As, as you do. <laughs> and, it, you know, it plays music and you can, but there's an app on the phone and I was fiddling with the app and there was a feature in there where you can say, oh, um, notify me if you hear glass breaking. What? Yeah. If you hear glass breaking or a smoke detector. Uh, wow. All right. Right. So this thing's listening all the time, right? And of course, some people have the fancier smoke detectors that will alert you if they go off anyway, but we don't have those. And I haven't like purposely broken glass yet to try to test it. But, you know, theoretically, like if somebody breaks a window or if the house is on fire and the smoke detector goes yeah. off, it, it will alert us. And then I can look through the cameras to watch the house burn down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until the camera melts um but yeah that that, i know it's so weird like that that's cool but then it's like oh man uh i don't know so we yeah we i mean it's it's strange how we worry about these things like if we go away for we'll go away for february break the school break for vacation for the week right and i don't know a couple of times we'll look at the cameras just to be like everything cool what what do we cameras where the house We've cameras outside the house, yeah. Oh, you do? Huh. Yeah. So because of the the method, yeah, we've talked about this. What method? Oh, the guy yeah. on the street oh, yeah. who was just going into people's houses and taking. Oh yeah, them. yeah, 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 yeah. So we have two cameras, and they're both facing the house. Hmm. So one of them's like facing the corner on the on the outside. It's kind of you know it's kind of far away from the house, and I've got it up on a big like tree. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it's facing it's facing the house. So you can see two sides of the house, and then the other one's facing the shed which has all the, uh, you know, the important bikes yeah. and stuff. So why, why, um, how do you power the one that's way up in the tree? I ran a cord out there. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Buried an extension cord. All right. Okay. That's all. The other one is on Just an house. extension cord? Did you put yeah, like conduit yeah. down or anything? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Okay. Just curious. For the, for the place where it crossed like a, the path, the the yard, I think we buried some conduit. No, I couldn't because in the end of it, I couldn't get through. No, I think it's just buried. Hmm. All right. All right. It's a thick cord. You know, it's an outdoor yeah, cord. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. What do you want to do? Like make some code stuff? Yeah. Do it the right way? No, I was just curious because because of how good this, this – um, this Nest doorbell camera is. I was like, what if I put it? And my wife really wants to see one on the drive. Like we can't see our driveway. So sometimes mm-hmm. when people come to the house, she really wants to be able to see that. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, so that's why I'm trying to figure out how to power it and et cetera, et cetera. So, um, Oh, well you would put one, I mean, yeah, you would get one of the regular cams and put it way up on the gable or something or just oh, that's on, a good in the idea. middle. I mean, you put it on the house facing out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's power there somewhere, but I'd have to, I don't know how if you're a burglar now man if you're stealing packages off front doors you're gonna be caught like instantly it's crazy I actually think that's I think isn't Amazon like a big investor in that company like I honestly think and this is a this sounds like a conspiracy theory right yeah. but the Nest and the Ring doorbell people. The Ring are, is Amazon. Nest is Google. Yes, the Ring yeah. is Amazon. Yeah, which makes perfect sense because they are literally losing goods uh, to people who steal stuff off of people's porches. Yeah, and they've convinced people that buying one of these doorbells is super cool. Yeah, but 
in reality, they're like, they're helping, they're making you pay to help them protect their capital. Hmm. Because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just send the video to the police. You can just send it to the police and be like, there you go. This guy stole yeah. my package. Yeah. And, then their ins- and then their insurance takes care of it or whatever. They catch the guy. Or they don't steal it at all because there's a doorbell with a camera there. But our, because our camera sort of covers part of the street. It's, you know, you can see our driveway and you can see the road. Sure, sure. And we, every once in a while, we get a truck that comes down the street that doesn't fit. And then they destroy the stone wall that's across the street. It's like oh, really? a neighbor's stone wall. It happens yeah. all the time because the streets shape funny. And it happened again. And my, my wife saw the wall was crumbling and she looked at the camera and she saw the truck that did it. And she told the police and then she just sent the footage to the police because the guy just kind of, you know, fixed it and drove away. <laughs> Didn't fix it. But hmm. I mean, it's a little bit absurd because I'm like, well, it's just a dumb wall. Everyone's going to keep hitting this wall. It's in a dumb place. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like a booby trap, right? You're just, they're going to, they're going to, somebody's <laughs> going to keep hitting it and you can't keep making them repair it. It's insane. Like, you can't keep, I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'm of, I'm of two minds on that subject. It's kind yeah, of, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to do with cars. It's too Cognitive much. dissonance. No, but, no, I'm in favor. I'm saying I'm actually in their camp. That, I, oh. I'm empathizing with the people who are hitting the wall because it's an absurdly know, yeah. designed corner yeah. that you can't fit vehicles around. And we don't have any warning saying like your truck won't fit this way. So they hit it all the time. <laughs> And it's a stone wall. It just breaks immediately. And then it's like, you owe me $1,000 to repair the wall. It's like, how many times are you going to repair the same wall? Uh, Until it's just made into like, you know, cement or whatever. I don't know. Okay. We got one more email. This is about uh, the uh, overwhelming number of gifts that are received during the holidays. <clears throat> New parent here. Gifts. And, and just trying to figure out what to do with all the Christmas gifts. You can apply this to Hanukkah or to whatever your family celebrates. My daughter is only, it should be Christmas. My daughter is only one years old and she doesn't need a lot of toys. She already received a ton of hand-me-downs from our families. Not only did she get a ton of Christmas gifts, she also just had her birthday party one week later. Now our house is full of all this other stuff. What have you guys done when your kids received too much? Did you ever try to ration out the gifts and get and gift them throughout the year? Did you donate or did your kids just feast on everything at once? Um, who's this from? Um, McKenna JP, uh, <laughs> <laughs> coworker. It, does, does it have a fake name? No, oh, no fake name. Sure. He's outed. Uh, yeah. So is it being serious? What? Do you think? Uh, yeah, this, being serious, it's a real problem, man. It's a real I, problem. Okay, I didn't know. Was so the the, qu- the you know the first thing is, did you ever try to ration out the gift? What if, okay, what have you done when your kids receive too much? I mean, there is no way you can be like you're. I don't know. I guess some people pull this off. I don't see it. But you're like, but now it's kids only like you said, kids only one years old. Um, it, it, one kid, one years old. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really remember that much, but I do think it was like all these little, like, I don't want to say stupid toys, but they're like very, they're not complicated, right? They're just like, oh, here's a thing that you can hold and play with the different textures and the different sound. Oh, the ear crinkles. That's wonderful. Oh, if you pull the tail, it plays a little tune. Like, um, but you get so many of those. It's like, okay, great. This ear crinkles and that nose squeaks. And, um, yeah, I can see where that can be, uh, overwhelming. Um, never did the rationing thing though. That, that just doesn't, I don't really, 
see that happening too much. Um, we do offer a, a toy buyback from our kids, like birthday parties. If they have a birthday, that, that being said, like we've stopped getting kids. Like well, if we have a kid has a birthday party eventually, and I, I think it's age eight. Cause my daughter just had her seventh year, seven birthday party. And she got a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I thought we stopped doing this. Uh, at eight, we say no more gifts. Like, the party, mm-hmm. we'll just take the kids to the party and it's a smaller party and like, we'll go do something. Like, don't worry about, we don't need more stuff in the house, right? But you have to make sure you announce it. Yeah. Because if you don't tell people no gifts, they'll bring gifts. They'll still bring gifts anyways, a lot of times, but maybe smaller. Well, then what or, you do, well, my favorite thing to do is to say literally like no gifts. If you want to do something, you donate to Buddy Dog or something. Or, you know. Yeah. And last year it was like, the, you can donate to our trip to Haiti, right? So. Right. Right. Okay. Um, now again, I'm not sure how applicable that is to this one-year-old, but, uh, we never did the ration. Like I said, we do do a gift buyback. Like if they have something that like not like crazy about it, like we'll buy it back from them and then we'll give it to some other poor kid that gets a crabby gift on a like literally poor or okay. mm-hmm. no, like, uh, <laughs> like, Oh, this gift is not good enough for me. So you, I will sell it to you, mom and dad. So that you, then I can go to a party and give it to another kid and it won't be good enough for them. You know what I mean? Like we recently, like <laughs> you could really scam them on this though, because if it's not good enough for them. You don't have to pay them much to get it. What's it worth to you? A buck? I mean, yeah. Well, we, well we, yeah. I don't know really what that is. So, or we'll try and actually return them to the store. Um, have we donated? So part of the buyback. Sometimes those get donated. Uh, yeah. Like again, the one-year-old feasting on everything. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> and yeah, you, you got my house is absolutely. I'm buried in tough toys everywhere. I don't, I don't know how to get out of it and. We, um, I made some headway this year with the the Christmas, I think. I, I got to measure what the kids got. They still got a lot of stuff. Um, but you, you kind of got to, if your family's big into stuff, you kind of got to be the jerk and just start shutting it down and be like, nope, I don't want it. Like, don't get anything you get them. I'm going to bring back to the store for like a money refund, not to exchange. <laughs> uh, and it's going to make uh, them cry and it's going to be your fault. They're crying because I'm taking their stuff away. Now on the, <clears throat> I mean they when they get all the stuff you 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 know how this works they forget that they have some of it also for a one year old they don't need anything just some wooden blocks but mm-hmm. uh we just did we were cleaning we were doing some cleaning and you know so we went we're trying to empty out the this this room that's got a lot of the toys in it and of course we're having the kids help us like tell us what we can get rid of and it turns into an entire weekend of them playing with everything yeah. that they haven't played with in yeah years. right right right. Which helps them decide what they want to keep and what they don't. I love that toy. You can't get rid of it ever. No, it wasn't an angry thing like that. It was, they literally sat down and had a great time. Like they were playing these card games together that we had never seen. You know, we probably had forever. They were playing with all kinds of other sets of things that like, oh, where did these come from? But then they they did separate some things we're going to get rid of. And um, I don't know. I don't know how to limit the gifts other than flat out telling people not to bring gifts, telling family not to give your kids gifts anymore is a difficult thing. So I think redirecting them is better. Like, please don't buy them gifts, but if you really must do something, do this, right? And give them a list of things that you want. (laughs) Maybe it's just like, I don't know, give me a bag of diapers or something. You get something that's useful, Oh, we we want to get something the kids are going to have fun with. Fine, then get them. You know, put money in their college fund and yeah. give them a pretty letter that shows what they got. Like they're not going to care, but right. 
Um, the, the the clothes too at that age, man. They're wearing for such a short period of time. So, potato sack is all you need. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you didn't give us a name. Uh, feel your pain there. Yeah, now my kids are old, and uh, I don't know. They still still have tons of stuff here, but you weed it out a little bit. Now it's like a books. That's a one thing. Like I I hate getting is books. <laughs> But which just seems yeah. weird because it's like because you, you want them to read, but now yeah, yeah I'm with you in that camp because they're like, heavy yeah. and they're everywhere. Got, they're everywhere. We got the library. We can borrow yeah. books, and I, we got electronic books. And it's not Kindle. like there are a lot of like I'm going to use this book over and over and over again. I'm going to play no. this book. No, they read it once. It sits on the floor, or the shelf. I have a um a method for that. I think, and I've told the kids this. I'm like, if there's a book that you really love that you're going to read more than once, and you've read it, and you're like, I really love this book. It means a lot to me. Then we could like go buy it. Yeah. So you could put it on the shelf and look at it. Because that's kind of what happens, right? You put a book on the shelf, no one ever reads it again. It's more of a have fun memories of that book. Yeah. yeah. My daughter, my seven-year-old, has every single Piggy and Gerald book. And there's like 20-something of them, except one. We found out <laughs> she doesn't have one of them. And how she, those books she's read like over and 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 over mm-hmm. again. But it's like, what do you do now with all these books? When to sort of age, and she's on the tail end of like, like about to age out of them and stuff. So it's like, ah, now we have this giant stack of books, but what do we do with them? I don't know. The next kid? I'm not having, we don't have any more kids. <laughs> So that was the last kid. It was the last kid. Yeah, she's reading. She's reading well enough. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) She started reading really early, like before kindergarten. It was crazy. Um, all right. Well, that's about it. Sorry about the uh, technical details there in the middle. That hopefully got edited out. If you didn't hear anything, well, then uh, you know, great. Yeah, totally. Thanks for the mails. uh, And uh, you can read. Yeah, well, you can hear the trailer. Dads at dadsbeingdads.com. Happy New Year. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.